I always <laughs> felt that I wake up mm-hmm. happier and more inspired than when I wasn't doing the thing that I need to do. Because when mm-hmm. when we are not doing what we need, we want to do for ourselves, we will be doing other people's things for their life, for their mm-hmm. dreams. Hi everyone, welcome to Own Your Story. Our guest today is Elaine. She's an IT consultant turned artist. So today we are going to talk about her transitions in life, coming back to Malaysia to do art. Mm. Let's start with your story, like in Germany, okay. like you were there for four years, and then you choose to ditch your career and come back to Malaysia. So what happened there? So nothing much happened there, and that's the thing. Nothing much happened there. <laughs> <I think laughs> like we, can, we can talk about like how. How you got into IT and how art come back to your life? My father always tell me that you only be known and uh, or you only have uh, be rich when you die uh, after <laughs> you die. Then then that's the life of an artist. So I didn't actually pursue any art uh, education. I grow my career in the IT line, and then I've done that for the past uh, fif- more than 15 years in IT and it was very enjoyable for me too because mm. I was in project management and software yeah. consulting so I would always pack my art tools with me whenever I travel to, to, the, proje- uh, to the work projects and, and when I was in Germany I had more free time because yeah. I think people in Germany they are very good they from from 9 to 5 that's your working hour <laughs> work and then you don't balance. yeah exactly and then from 5 to wherever time you sleep, right? <laughs> I can actually do the things that I want to do. Yeah, you have so the space. Exactly, I have space, time, and uh, the means. And I paint a lot of canvases during the four years there. Um, is there a moment that makes you feel like this is, is it? I want to be an artist full time. Th- 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 I think it's not only one day. Yeah, it's so like it's not one day. It's, it's a gradual like, thing. Mm. Like every day when I walk to the office, do I really want to do this <laughs> for mm. the rest of my life? You know. So I always have time to to question myself. Right. So it took me that long, mm. that many years since the mm-hmm. my, the first time I picked up the brush again mm. in 2010, mm. in, and I quit the job in 2015. So that's during the five years period. Yeah. Do you have to? Was it challenging for you to show your work? The only challenging part is mm. showing my work to my corporate side. Corporate friends. friends. Yes. <laughs> so friends uh, and whoever that is uh, non non corporate friends, I'm right. so happy to show them. No. Yeah. But I would hide my identity from my corporate friends. Uh, so I have like two identities. I, <laughs> I don't even post <laughs> anything about my art on my personal right. Facebook. I created a, fa- a Facebook page to, to show the art yes. in a personal Facebook and, and, I, I, I know that before you come back to Malaysia from Germany, you actually hold a solo exhibition ah, yeah, in Munich. Correct, correct. So how, how does it feel like oh, to show, yeah. like to invite everybody you know? Yeah, that and is, it's like in a foreign land. That is actually yeah. quite memorable for me mm. because I made the decision to come back to Malaysia. So I naturally have a lot of work that <laughs> one thing is I hope I can sell them <laughs> so that I don't carry that much to yeah. come back, right? So I made the decision to finally let people know what I have been doing. Mm. Especially the people that I know in Germany, they are already yeah. only my work friends because yeah. they are the people that I, I, I meet every day. So they I cannot hide anymore. Mm. And if I make the decision to change, then I should show and mm. tell people this is the real me. <laughs> so I have to mm. self self fund my uh, 
solo exhibition. Yeah. So at the end, when I invited my work colleagues, some of them were shocked uh, or surprised <laughs> to know that you yeah. didn't tell us that this is what you do. Why do you hide? You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's no point hiding. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was uh, very nerve-wracking for me, but it was very successful in mm. in in my in my uh, point of view. It was successful. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to sell any art? Yes, I do. Oh, and in fact, I sold cute. a lot to my colleagues. I see. My work colleagues it's like over giving there. your part, a part of you to them. That that's kind yeah, of meaningful. Yeah, there was yeah yeah. Now that I think of mm-hmm. it, it's very a very sweet memory. Mm. Mm. So coming back to Malaysia and being a full-time artist, like we can see some of your art at the back. It's yeah. all very colorful. Yes. So how how do you find your identity as a creator? Um, what happens is mm-hmm. I naturally like vivid colors, mm. so it's just I, I like that. But mm-hmm. the thing is, if you see what I wear today, I'm, <laughs> I'm always wearing black. Yeah. So this is actually already my personality, my my identity. I, yeah. I visually I I'm, I'm very I'm very attracted to colors, but to put it on myself. Mm. Um, I tend to be more reserved, so I wear black all the time, mm. and I like black on me. So it does kind of like the contrast. A lot yeah. of artists is like this. I yeah. notice like artists who love colors, like they they not they don't necessarily like wear the colors. Yeah, in, wear on the their sleeves. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the contrast between the external yes. and the internal. Correct, and that was uh, mm-hmm. that's the the point where I mm-hmm. realized that hey, this is actually what I've always been painting, mm. um, a shadow side of myself, and how I view the world. Mm. So if you would notice, um, I always have a black cat in my work, mm. so, and that black cat actually represents the shadow side of myself, and the external surrounding the black cat mm. in my artwork is always colorful. Mm. Uh, is yeah. This is some something like my work is reflective of my life too. Mm. So, what's the your source of inspiration? Um, usually from yeah. uh, do you call that retrospective? Retrospective. Retrospective, and also what I have mm. um, learned in my uh, journey of life, and mm. some. Sometimes just fun, <laughs> just something fun that I wish to translate into the canvas. Mm. So it will look quite whimsical, mm. um, because of the color and the joy that I want to emit inside the mm. from my work. Um, yeah, sometimes it's a very thoughtful journey. So it depends. Certain work have different meaning. Mm. I see. <laughs> I, I think that's beautiful because like when when you do that, you actually create things that inspire people. Mm. To do the same as well, to be retrospective and then to like to see fun in life, because like a lot of time we forgot, we forget to have fun. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So just now we when we were talking, you mentioned that there 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 were times as well when you lost your inspiration, where you're just in a space where you just felt like I don't know what to create. Yes. So how how do you deal with that block? Mm. What I now learn after mm. being in this journey for about three full-time yeah. years, um, that those blockage mm. can be removed if we clear uh, our mind. But how mm. do we clear our mind? As can be as simple as a walk in the park, which I do every day. 
mm, um, because I believe that the the part which is the natural, the mm. ground and the earth, it actually grounds uh, all the noises in my head. Yeah. So if I just uh, visualize with intention that I want to clear the blockage from my mind, I don't know what is this this whole like a cotton ball <laughs> is blocking my head, right? right? I want to remove it and let our our sweet mother earth and to take it with uh, into yeah. the ground and and transform it to uh, pure light or whatever so it helps mm. actually this method mm. as well as meditation because meditation mm. it helps to clear the mind yeah I, I do that every day yes, and it's so fact, important too. I, I think it's more important than breakfast now <laughs> yes yes I do mm. agree with that uh, and mm. also breathing deep breathing mm. so that helps me to remove blockages I felt that the inner work is the most important thing because Unless you are grounded in who you are, what mm. is true to you, yeah. you will be flowing everywhere. Correct, we'll be influenced and drifted. Because it's just too noisy and too many signals. Everyone wants different things. Exactly. Everyone mm. thinks different things. So you have to establish like what's, what's real, what's important to me, and yeah. then let that guide ourselves. Yeah, I think when we clear those mm. things, our inspiration will slowly find its way yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes the flux is great. The yeah. The flux and then like the the emptiness, the void. Because like when in the in the process of getting out of it, it's like we, we get a chance to rethink and redefine, recalibrate. Things. Yeah. So do you have any advice for anyone who is do, doing whatever, but they want to join and create a career or a life in creative industry? Ah, uh, it's I don't have like wise advice. You know, the thing mm-hmm. is. From your experience, your I own journey. From my own journey, it's just do it. <laughs> it's yeah, actually that's very simple. <laughs> just do it. Just do it because you will make mistakes. <laughs> you mm. you sometimes will suffer, <laughs> and then if it's uh, really your true journey, right, you go mm. through that. Um, in my third year now as a full time artist, mm-hmm. I don't say that it's a bed of roses. It's it's actually mm. it can be very struggling sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I wake up happy. I always <laughs> felt that I wake up mm-hmm. happier, in more inspired than when I wasn't doing that thing that I need to do. Because when mm-hmm. when we are not doing what we need, we want to do for ourselves, we will be doing other people's things for their life, for their mm-hmm. dream. So if we are working for our bosses, then we are working for their dream. So I think yeah. working for our own dream, you wake up, you really feel driven and happy. And even mm-hmm. if you have nothing planned for that day, you'll still be happier. <laughs> oh, that's very well said. Very right. inspiring as well. It makes me feel like, ah, I'm on this <laughs> right path. Yeah. yeah, and I think one thing you mentioned, failure or mistake, is so important. Because I, f- I feel like a lot of people has the tendency mm. to avoid mistake, yeah. to avoid failure. I did that too. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I, I felt that it's just part of life. It's as important as success. As yeah. Like things right it's just like another side of it is it's easier said than done <laughs> though we have to make those mistakes sometimes mm. but it's very natural that we don't want to you know yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in our DNA I would say yeah I guess so adverse risk adverse failure yeah. adverse correct correct but yeah anyway like as long as we don't attach we are not attached. Yes, that's the right word. Yeah. yeah, I if I have that if I make something mm. wrong, I did something wrong, I have to let it go. Otherwise, mm. it's this thing that comes heavy <laughs> in my head again. So right. yes, we have to be detached with whatever failure that we have uh, mm-hmm. we have encountered or we have done.
Yeah, because everything come and go. That that's the that's the truth of life. Yeah, I have my fair share of wrong mm. decisions. I think mm. it's not mistakes. It's just decisions that wasn't right for that time mm. or that place. Mm. And then we make those decisions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So along this journey, like besides mistake, so what's your proudest moment, or what are the things that you are most proud of? I'm actually quite proud of. Mm-hmm. Where I am sitting now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's talk about this place. This, um, by the way, this place is called Hatchery Place. The Hatchery it's, Place. Yeah, the Hatchery Place is a space that Elaine and her partner Kevin started. Mm. It's a co living and co working space. And I added another word co learning place as well. Oh, which is very cool. Yeah, because like, um, they hold a lot of um, events and then workshops, workshops here with the. I, I think you call them conscious creators yeah. who come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what's the vision for this place? Um, okay, at first we wanted to, you know, we escape our cubicle world, yeah. and we need a place to build our, uh, our passion mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to go to work every day, mm. but no, no longer uh, stuck in a traffic jam to the mm. city, to the the, the cold stone building. But we want mm. to come to a place where we feel like our second home. But it supports uh, what we do. Mm. So I have a studio upstairs, uh, my painting studio. So it's I look forward to come to work every day because oh, um, so I make great. it very colorful yeah. uh, in a way that I like my uh, to be surrounded by colors. Mm. And I have my cat here. Mm. <laughs> and then uh, the plants and everything. Mm. So I make the style like we really will. You inspire for, yourself. Yeah, it's inspiring, and we look forward to coming and create. Mm. So um, this is how we started that. But we have a huge space, and we have only two person. And Kevin is doing his woodwork. Mm. So what we did is we share. We open up the space and share with other people. Mm. And we have extra rooms, so we will do co living for others, conscious creative who want to. Mm. Uh, stay in this environment and work mm. together with us at the same time so we will inspire each other we create one uh, synergy here mm. and we have co-workers from the neighborhood folks who mm. choose not to go to the cafe or other co-working spaces and right. they like to uh, be in the home style yeah. environment with us so they can come from outside and then uh, then the workshops we run mm. in the in the weekends uh, to actually make a to enrich ourselves as well. Yeah, I I, I, felt, I felt that this is such a beautiful mm. creation because like thank you create a space that sparks more creation. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's that. Actually, I call that my proudest uh, mm. baby right so far mm. because through right. this space I can create mm-hmm. and uh, I don't need to be um like. I don't need to stay in one corner of my house just to draw but here I draw mm. I draw inspiration from the space and yeah. from the people here it reminds me of a word abundance yeah. you are creating more abundance correct, here. correct because inspiration mm. inspires more do you, do you have any book that you recommend to like all your friends that you think like this book helps me a lot you should read it too yeah I do mm-hmm. I, I had many books before and I held mm-hmm. one book long ago that I, I always stick with me but it has changed because my mm-hmm. life journey has uh, developed and, and changed and uh, mm-hmm. evolved mm-hmm. so right now I have one book here I can mm-hmm. show you yeah. it's, a, it's a book that I, I you can see how it is <laughs> like very dirty because yeah. I bring it with me how all well the time. used it was it is yeah funnily surprisingly yeah. you wouldn't know that you don't just read the book Mm. and finish it yeah how i use the book is 
I read it and finish it and I carry it with me all the time. <laughs> because like a charm. Like it's, yeah, exactly. It's just like a charm. Mm-hmm. Because you can show it to the camera. What yeah, here it is. It's called Possessed from, from Darkness to Light by uh, a friend mm-hmm. of mine whose name is Cordelia Lee. She's a Malaysian writer. I see. Yeah, and she is uh, she's the one that also teach me- meditation to me mm. so mm. whenever i have problem now i would just flip back to whatever pages in the mm. book and so see it's like a guidance yeah like a life like bible that. yeah it's so funny right i use the book <laughs> like that but <laughs> I, I, I guess you can yeah. use books like that right i, I did <laughs> you do I, yeah <laughs> well, that, i'm not the only book. weird one right <laughs> yeah for me for me it's a book by wayne dyer called change your thought change yeah, your life yes yes i used that, to have that book that like that it's such an important book so i use book like that you know like maybe at this point of my life now is this book but yeah. I used to have several books that I carry mm. with me like that so before we come to the last questions how can the audience find your work and then find out connect with you oh sure please um, <laughs> come to the Hatchery yeah. place if you want to p- uh, physically come and meet <laughs> us here not only me yeah. because we have also the creators, of, uh, the creators the conscious creators are here yeah. uh, they are like regulars here all the time so you can always hang out here with mm. me and check out my art studio where my and the work cat yeah <laughs> and the cat right. and I also have uh, Facebook so mm. I um, you can search for Elaine Wong Art then mm-hmm. that's my Facebook page or my website elainewongart.com mm-hmm. so that's uh, where I put my work alright we'll put out a link as well mm. alright so we come to the last questions what is the impact that you want to make in this world wow impact yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's a it's a tough question too. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. I always feel that you don't really need to do like big impact, mm. like the the one that people can see. But mm. you can actually be a torch of light among mm. the darkness. So maybe what I want to achieve is when people know about my work or mm. they see my art or they hear uh, about the hatchery place or they come here. They um, they are how to say they they are being shined mm. with light. Mm. <laughs> so this <laughs> is just you know you don't feel light. Yeah. You don't feel the 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 heat of the light, but you know when you can see things clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just very subtle uh, yeah. impact that I want to mm-hmm. uh, make in the world. Just yeah, and you're already doing it. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Elaine. Thank you so much. Because like just now before we start, yeah, you were mentioned that you were mentioning that you are nervous and all that. <laughs> but once you start talking about creation and what you're passionate about, you come alive. Wow. I and didn't know. that <laughs> is already a light that can spark small light around thank you. you. So thank you. Thanks. Thank you guys for listening to us this week and we look forward to see you next week. Bye. Bye.